20 square blocks. 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 20 square blocks. Square. Barry Gilson is a proud Wadawurrung man. Kiwi, ladies and gentlemen. He's a poet, a storyteller, and also my local postie. Barry is also a respected singer-songwriter. Using the ancient words and language of his people, he reaches an audience that spans all ages and performs at some of the most popular festivals, including the Melbourne Festival Tendarum and his favourite, Meredith. I'm a Wadarung uh, traditional custodian of Ballarat and surrounding areas. I've lived in the town, well, well, I've lived in Gordon all my life. I have lived in Ballarat a couple of times. I've been a postie in Ballarat uh, for about nearly 20 years. Uh, I've had to put up with the weather. As you could imagine, some of them wintry days are pretty um, ordinary and um, I've had my hands just about freeze off my body and get frostbite and my legs just can't feel my legs, you know. You wear thermals? I wear everything. I wear about four four different <laughs> sets of thermals, sometimes in winter, because this place is just unforgiving. Being a postie, you get to meet a lot of people around here. Heaps and heaps. Are you able to get out and talk to people a little bit? Well, if you go to a place once... How you going, mate? You know, how you going, madame? How you going, sir? Here's another window of opportunity. Oh, it's got a window, Percy. Yeah, window of opportunity. That's what I call it. You got any uh, checks for me? All you're going to have today, sir, is a reality check. Or something like that, you know, and then it sort of breaks the ice. And after a while, I've been doing this gig for 19 years, basically on the same round, and you get to know everyone. So, you know, we have a little chat if you see him down the street afterwards, after work and that, and you sort of build uh, relationships with people. So community is the strongest thing we've got here, you know. Do you notice something different when you're actually driving around? From Like, from your perspective, is there something that you see uniquely that no one else would see? Yeah, I've, um, I've got a lot of people out of their shells. Some people are in a shell, man, you know, like... And you've got to be a part social worker, not that I am a social worker, but you've got to be adapting like that, and I've sort of healed a few people, you know. I've got them out of their shell, and and now they're sort of talking a bit more, and they're happier. So as long as we can help people along on this journey, you know, like, that's why I'm here doing the thing I do. If I'm saying this correctly, your mob is the Wadawurrung. Yeah, there's about a hundred different ways to say it, but I think they've come up with Wadawurrung. Wurrung means language, you know, uh, of the tongue. And, and where are the Wadawurrung from? So we're, we're from uh, Derranellum, Streatham, Beaufort, Coinchibora, uh, all the way down to Queenscliff, Aries Inlet, Geelong, Meredith, Ballarat. This is, this is a massive area. Oh, it's huge. Is this just the one tribe? Uh, are we talking, or a no, bunch of well, separate? Well, it's a one tribe, but in 
that tribe there was 25 Balaks, Balaks or clans. What, what, what does the name mean again? Uh, well, basically we're the water tribe. Right. So we've got some beautiful rivers on our uh, estate. Uh, and we've got the um, Mirable, the Barwon, uh, the Yarramluck comes through Ballaratty. It means uh, gum tree in the water. Now the Yarramluck, that's what is signed as the Yarrawee. Yeah, the Yarrawee still is a weathering word, but it, it's not the name for the creek. Uh, the river, I mean. The Yarrawee, that means fires along the river. That's what Yarrawee means. Now you've travelled, you know, with your song, so away from Gordon, like down to Melbourne and so forth. I had my music on the NGV last year. I sang at the first White Night, Melbourne. And here as well? Yeah, Ballarat. I've done mm-hmm. every Ballarat White Night they've had. Sung in uh, that street down there, Lydiard Street. Oh, the main stage. Yeah, the main stage. I call it Idiot Street, but <laughs> that's where all the dickheads hang out at 3am in the morning. Um, they should change the name of that too. Um, but yeah, and no, I was a bit of a buzz there, but it was a bit disappointing with the weather last time. And no, it was they, just a tiny bit of rain. No, it was shocking, mate. It was really? terrible. Yeah, I was freezing. Maybe I avoided the rain. Oh, you probably had clothes on, sir. I did have clothes on, and I didn't. Right? Okay, that makes sense. So you would have been you would have been painted in traditional colours and patterns. Yeah, Miyoko design. You paint that yourself? Yep, you can't paint me back though. Who paints you back? Ah, oh, someone who's there. <laughs> right. Give it a couple of slaps with handprints on the back. Did that stay on during the rain though? It would have come off. I was undercover. Right. <laughs> but you were cold. I was freezing cold. You have this life of being cold as a postie, and even when you're performing, you're cold. Just being in Ballarat, it just gets cold. Every time you perform, do you paint yourself? Uh, not all the time. It depends if I want to go somewhere after it. I'll just paint my face otherwise. What, what's it made from? Just the earth, ochre. You know, there's all different colours. Right. Uh, just like green ochre is the colour of the sea, red ochre is the colour of life. We, we say that because when our ancestors die and we have their bones, we cover their bones with red ochre. So they can live eternally. And and this is what you're doing with your songs as well. Yeah. Um, you know, you're bringing back the language uh, of your ancestors so they can live on. Uh, I've been collecting all the um, dictionary of terms and how to say the words and I bring back the, the language through singing, you know. So have a sing a song about the galaxy... Turt Bararam. So Bunjul's son was Turt. And Bai is our corroboree. And uh, Ram meaning life. Turt Bararam. It's got a few meanings within words. So the more I sing and the more I know, I understand the, the links and the... Uh, what's been described through the song. I put my all into my singing. It takes people uh, on a journey 
that it touches them. And that's why I get a lot of people come up and say, look, I don't know what you did to me then, but uh, you did something to me. But when you sing, it's a very, in, like, it's almost like you're not singing. Yeah, I know. It's, it's 5,000 generations of singers singing with me. It was like when I clapped them uh, one gym, the, our sticks, something weird happens, man. It's, um, it's like a, a vortex or something opens up and I'm making a direct connection. Uh, I know this is a bit ethereal or sort of airy-fairy talk, but that's what sort of happens. That, um, uh, I, I can't explain it. So you pretty much grew up in Gordon. Yeah, I spent my whole life there. Yeah. And uh, did your parents teach you a lot of what you know about traditions? Because I know your mother's a painter, is that right? Yeah, mum's a famous painter. Yeah, so she's obviously very knowledgeable. Yeah, mum's great-grandmother, she was born in Framlingham Mission. And she taught mum a whole lot of stuff uh, when she was younger. Because this is an oral history. It's not written down. All the old stories are all oral traditions. Just like the Bunnyong story and Darren Allen, how they had a fight. And uh, they traded a spear and gold. So where do you find this information from? Obviously, your mum teaches you a lot of these oral traditions and then you read about stuff now or is it just from meeting other people? No, I do it all myself. I've got my own information I collect. That's from... uh, Sources that I find along the way. Are they secret or are they people? Well, there's embargoes on certain things that other people can't have. So that means that you aren't allowed to sort of go and obtain it because it's only for us. Oh, okay, right. Uh, But, you know, other people sort of get a hold of it and then try to tell our story, you know, and that goes on a hell of a lot. It's just another form of identity theft and stealing our culture again. You know, because we we keep a lot of it to ourselves because it's not for anyone else. We live in a world now where information is knowledge and all that yada yada. And everybody wants to know everything. But we don't tell you everything. We only tell you what, what we need to. Now, you're heavily involved in Aura. I've told the biggest story in this town. Sovereign Hill show Aura. I've uh, told the whole second part. 
They spent $8.5 million and I narrate it and I sing on it. And it's uh, about the area here. From everything I've heard, it's a great show. And, uh, and you're happy with it? Yeah, no, it's really good. It's sort of four-dimensional sort of piece and, you know, they've got a big dam there and, no, people should go and see it. It's fantastic. And don't forget, I wrote the whole second part. So, you know, one of your, your own sort of was involved. Can you give us a bit of a teaser about it? Well, I basically go on about the story of Bunjil creating two men out of Kurut Barit. That's where I live out of Gordon. It's a hill there. And if you walk up the hill, it's it's got a sort of big crater because they're all old volcanoes, a lot of them. God, it's a beautiful spot. You could really go camping there, but you can't go camping there. <laughs> because it's private but property. If you're allowed to go camping there, it would be a good spot. But, you know, you'd be able to get permission. Well, you know, I possibly could. <laughs> I've got the key to the city. <laughs> what can I say? I've been doing this for a long time, you know. Uh, a psychic said when I was 18, she said, oh, you'll be a postie. I said, I don't think so. She said, and you'll be a storyteller and you'll travel the world in a spiritual uh, medium. Uh, sort of, mm, wonder what that will be. So I guess, you know, with the advent of technology, the phone and everything, you can sort of shoot something on YouTube. Uh, I don't care if I'm not known or anything because um, it's all about Ballarat, you know, it's all about... Geelong, it's all about Meredith, it's all about Gordon, it's all about the stories that I, I collect for myself so I can share, because our culture is all about, it's just that whole giving sort of thing, but see, I used to think that I had to be somewhere to be someone, like I used to think that I should be in Melbourne to be someone, you know, but I didn't have to leave Gordon to be anything or to be anyone. I was already somebody. But it's just that whole idea that you've got to really know yourself and what your story is, because everybody's got a story. Um, I've just, through unhappiness and colonisation, I've got a big story. And I'm so... So blessed and lucky that I have this tale that only we can tell. Special thanks to Barry Gilson. Original music for the podcast by Ryan Goodwin. Check out his other music at virtuallyryan.com. Additional material written by Anne Murison. Editing by Ricky Cheno. Our logo is designed by Chris Frith. And thanks to H Studios for the use of their studios. I'm Ben Plaza and this is 20 Square Blocks.